0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another edition, week numero yes, as we get on to it. It is the 10th week of the NFL season here on The Sunday Card, right here on Sports Country Radio. Dan Zapano, Chris Raza, Matty Ice, Matty C., Matt Silberth here with you for another Sunday of NFL action. Gentlemen, it is an interesting week. It's going to be very um, – we're going to have to shuffle some schedules with some announcers Mr. Tony Romo, Mr. $17.5 million man, off this week uh, because Jim Nance being down at the Masters this week, which, by the way, has been very fun all weekend to like watch and getting set to watch, it as, we're watch- as we're sitting here on on Friday recording. We got to watch um, on Thursday, and it's awesome uh, with a lot of the low scores that have been posted. But uh, anybody got a Masters pick, by the way? Matt, I know you're big in this. Uh,
1: I- I'm rooting for uh, the big Tongan. Tony – Finau. Uh I think that Tony Fee just enough a mix of a long hitter, pretty sharp. Uh, he had a nice hole out uh, for birdie on 15 today on on, on Thursday. Um, so uh, yeah, we're going for Tony Fee He's he kept himself in the mix today. He's right at that, that you know that that little uh, minus two group, but with everybody else, you know, I don't think Paul Casey's going to hold the lead the entire
0: time. So no, I don't think so either. Chris, you got a pick?
2: You know what I'm rooting for, Dan. I'm rooting for everyone to go out and have a good time.
0: (laughs) That's that's you. You're all about the good time. Sit back in the chair, you know, have a beer or two, and
2: no, no, you know what I'm rooting. I'm rooting for. I hope you know. I hope we get to Sunday. We've got like three or four guys all within one shot of each other, and get a nice little playoff round on Sunday for the Masters. That's all I'm rooting for.
0: All right, all right, I like it. I'm kind of, you know, I I I I do kind of like John Rom. A little bit, because he he was a little shaky on Thursday to start, but he recovered well. So I like where he's at. I think he's minus three right now, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, he had he had a
1: roller coaster of a round. He is, I mean, he is fun to watch. He's up and down, and then he started burning, burning, burning holes left and right. At the end.
0: hard not to watch him with buttery Louis Oosthuizen, and then and then Bryson DeChambeau rocking three fifteen every single drive. So. Uh, but let's get to football, shall we? Let's go to week number ten, gentlemen. It was a rough week. <laughs> well, let's just say, it. let's just put oh, it yeah. in the bank and forget about it. Everybody goes one and four. You guys, the only thing, the only thing you guys hit the over with Seattle and Buffalo, that which was probably the easiest over of all time. It went to like eighty points. Uh, and then me, the only thing I hit was the under with with the Tampa Bay. Bucks game and that only reason was because the Bucks did not score. So uh we got a few we got we got through it. We got through the week. Uh we're trying to put that one to bed though. Um let's start at hole number one, shall we? For and it'll be the Sunday night as as we'll get that Masters theme going for this week. Let's go to Sunday night. I I gotta be honest with you. I, I say, why don't you lead it off? I, I don't know about this one because the Patriots are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. They are seven-point dogs, and like our rule of Patriots by less than a touchdown at home. That I don't know if that can be followed anymore because the way they played against the the freaking New York Jets, oh, that was um, embarrassing. I'm almost I'm almost disappointed in in when I'm not disappointed that they lost. I'm I'm almost like I'm, but I am almost disappointed. You know what I mean? Like it was just like. Well, I might as well just throw it now, you know, and 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 get it over with. And, man, that was an ugly, ugly thing. Their defense is porous against the run. They clearly got beat up, missing guys like Lawrence Guy, missing guys like Stephon Gilmore. Joe Flacco was throwing stuff on there. So maybe it's, it, it might – Joe Flacco might rub a little off on his old team because, to me, I don't see how you can't take Baltimore in this game. I hate taking advantage against the Patriots. I would hate doing it. But Baltimore minus seven to me has to be the play here with the ability to run the football – and the way the Patriots just cannot defend the run at all with the Bill Belichick coach team. I know maybe it's a spot for the Patriots to get right. And all, Maybe they got lucky on some calls last week, which was another one that we missed on, by the way. But, man, I, I'm all over the Ravens minus seven. And just like last year, pretty much. Uh, Matt, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, you pretty much said it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, the Patriots look so bad. I mean, when Joe Flacco and Frank Gore are gashing you left and right, I don't know. I know Lamar hasn't looked great this year, but again, he did he did replace said Joe Flacco uh, a few years ago in Baltimore. So, um, and I just don't think you know it, they were able to you know it came out to throw himself back in the game with Jacoby Myers going when he had twelve catches, I think. Um, they're not able to throw themselves back back in the game with this one, even though I think Jimmy Smith's missing for the uh, the Ravens, but. Uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna lay the points here with the Ravens. I don't think that, you know Patriots at home. Like you said, throw that out the window. That's long gone with the days of Tom Brady. <laughs>
0: don't I
2: know it? <laughs> uh yeah, we're gonna go three for three here with the Ravens and the seven points. Um you know, New England has like I think the second worst rush defense in the league right now, and that's Baltimore's bread and butter. Uh and you saw how they struggled against Joe Flack and the Jets last week. Plus the Ravens, you know, even without Jimmy Smith, have a really solid defense. Um so again, this is not the Patriots of the last twenty years. This is a very different team and I just don't see them I'll be able to compete with a, with a rushing attack that the Baltimore has. So give me give me the Ravens uh laying the seven points.
0: How many points the Patriots score this week? Ten. Yeah. Uh, that sounds good. Thirteen. Oh. Thirteen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Th- is, hey, is Cam Newton? Cam Newton playing Sunday, I, On Monday, I, I, or whatever.
0: They, they love him. They he has some type of infatuation. You, you do not. I, I from the sound of your voice. And, uh, yeah, no, I'd rather have Jason Statham playing that's
2: who I'd rather have whatever Well, there, know, there's there. no point to having <laughs> there's no point to playing Cam Newton at this point you're not going anywhere at the playoffs you're not winning the division you might as well see what you have with the Stidham kid if it works out it looks great that's fine if you lose then you get closer and closer to that number one pick
0: no, no, no. The, well, A, the Patriots are not getting number one pick. It's it's well, no. the but, Jets but still getting you're getting
2: closer and closer to having a high pick, at least. I,
0: I am I am not on I am not on the Tankapalooza train anymore because now it's not even worth it, you know. But um yeah, Ravens minus seven at this point. Let's go to Monday night uh, in the Norris division of the NFC, as they like to say. Bears at home, Matt's favorite team. Another yeah. disrespectful yeah. another disrespectful line to the bears plus two and a half against the three and five vikings are you are you wagging your finger in 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 is this like a oh yeah, the bears at home blah 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 yeah is this a trap here am i thinking this i mean
1: this is a bear trap for <laughs> the vikings it's okay. a bear trap for the vikings dalvin cook's gonna get trapped here Ooh. uh dalvin cook's been been tearing up the n f l um left and right like doesn't matter who. I just think that the Bears, if they're going to win this game, if they focus all their efforts on on stopping him, um, I think that they can get the job done in their secondary enough where they can win this game. And then really what the defense has been the problem for the Bears has been Nick Foles. And you have to hope that this is a secondary that while Minnesota's gotten better, uh, you could throw on them, like we you know from like the beginning part of the year when they were getting lit up. Um, they don't get a ton of pressure, so hopefully Foles – can have a little more time to throw because he needs to be able to like throw the deep ball and hopefully connect on like there's just like he just throws them to the heavens and they come down wherever they please like and not in a receiver's hand um i mean he just loves chucking that ball deep so a couple deep receptions and you gotta help the bears and you gotta take him at home here two and a half i think bear weather's coming so give me the bears
0: can i give you the bear weather here yeah
1: give it to me I didn't um, look at them. the weather
0: on Monday night, the low is thirty three degrees. The winds are ten to fifteen miles an hour. Oh, yeah. so a little bit of bare weather coming in on Monday again, the windy city upon us. I hate both of these teams. I would be inclined to take the Vikings, but I'm actually again, like I always do on most of these prime time games that I don't like. I'm gonna cop out and I'm gonna take the under and be smart about it because. Guess what? Kirk Cousins not going to be able to throw the ball down the field on Chicago. He's probably going to get sacked a bunch of times. Khalil Mack gets a strip sack, something like that. And the Bears run it three times at the five-yard line and kick a field goal. I mean, that's basically <laughs> Is that that game. Like, David like- Montgomery. I- yes. Oh, God. I Running
1: mean, straight into his own men. It's been brutal.
0: It's been brutal. I'm taking the under 46 mm. and a half. I see this game as a 24-14 to 14 game, and, you know, somebody's got to win it maybe even closer, maybe like a 23-20, I don't see anybody scoring. And with the win factor, too, with the kickers, I mean, forget it. Indoor team, Kirk. By the way, Kirk Cousins leading the league in yards per pass attempt. Very, very strange, uh, yet still having one of his worst seasons. Um, Chris, give me something in this game.
2: <laughs> so this is probably my least favorite pick out of all five, and this game is Gross. Um, when I was looking, I, I must've saw the wrong line. I, I, was, I thought it was over 43. Uh, but we'll stick with the over. Uh, you want to know why? Because I'm literally following the money on action network. Thanks to our friends. I believe 38% of the bets on the over, but 85% of the money. So I'm hoping Dalvin cook can kind of break through Chicago's defense and Minnesota struggles, uh, against receivers, you know, big physical receivers like Alan Robinson. Like I said, I don't like this pick. I don't like this game. I'm going to go with the over one. Cause it's a lot more fun to root for the over. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know, oh, the money's going that way, so I'm going to follow the money.
0: You know what, Chris? It's it's hilarious. This is the beauty of doing this at 10-15 at night because you're right. The over-under is 43. So All right, cool. Looked, I just looked at it again. I'm still taking the under. <laughs> still, I don't care. I'm still taking the under. I, I That's a much worse number, but I still like the under 43 in this game. Okay, let's go to hole number three We're on the third. Uh, this is going to be our number three pick of the week. We'll start with Chris. Chris, what do you like at number
2: three? What do I like at number three? We're going back to the well with the Rams and the Seahawks and the over in the Seahawks game. We're going Seahawks over 54 and a half. I like this game to be close and I like the Seahawks to have a bounce back performance, be able to score a lot of points and their defense sucks. So I think the Rams, you know, Jared Goff isn't going to have to improvise too much. They'll just be able to throw those crossing routes uh, and the Rams will take care of business. So I like a high scoring affair. Uh, between the Seahawks and the Rams, based on the Seahawks, even with Jamal Adams, their their defense can't stop anyone. We saw what Josh Allen did to them last week, um, and I have this you know I I trust Russell Wilson to not you know turn the ball over another four times this, and they still put up what thirty something points, um. So give me this, give me the Seahawks and the Rams over fifty four and a half.
0: That is a very, very tricky game to me. I mean, that's a that that that's a that's a immediate and, and I'm not gonna I'll I'll spoil I, I don't have that on my radar at all that game, I am not going near that game at all. Matt, number three.
1: Uh yeah Dan, I agree with uh, you. Um number three for me, I am gonna take we're gonna go ahead and look at the biggest spread of the week and we're gonna take Aaron Rodgers at home um against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um the Jaguars in their thirty second ranked Pass defense, still 32nd ranked in the league. Josh Lutton ripped my heart out last night uh, <laughs> or last week. when At the very end of the show last week when I said, why, guys, why shouldn't I bet the Houston Texans minus seven? It's obviously because Josh Lutton was going to run in a touchdown with, what, like 30 seconds left to ruin the the, the cover? Um, yeah. So, anyway, but Aaron Rodgers at home in Lambeau Field um, on his career is 55-31-3 against this group. Friend. Good for a 24.4% return. Um, and I just think that the Jaguars, they got away with a lot of things last week against Houston. Houston is not a good team. We know Houston's not a good team. I think is going to shred them here. Um, I, I just, I don't see how they, I, I, I know it's a big number, but I still feel like just getting it under the shade under 14, I took it right away this night. It was like, no questions asked.
0: Wow. Biggest line of the week. Maddie is is send out a long drive. The board's so ugly
1: this week. That was the only one that really popped out to me.
0: Yeah, that's a toughie. I mean, I just don't want to see you get hurt again, that's all. But yeah. I, 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 listen, he's not ready. Bra- it's rule 12. It's rule 12. So
1: Look, I, I'm rooting for the Titans right now. I'm already ready to get hurt again, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, to me, I took the only dog that I could see on this board for number three that would be feasible – uh, and because the number actually jumped up in the last what twelve hours, uh, and I'm going right back to the team I've loved all year long. I'm going back to Carolina Panthers, and I had them last week against Kansas City plus ten and a half. I know it's it's a it's a bad spot for the Panthers here. I get it because spot. they played great against Kansas City, and the Bucks just got obliterated in front of the whole nation. But I think it's I think it's a legit. I don't think it has to do with spots here. I think they're a legit team. Like, I think they have legit players and a legit game plan and a legit coach that's going to be able to ge- gear them up for an individual game at home. Um, you know, to me, as good as Tampa's defense has been, they still have some vulnerabilities. And I think that Teddy Bridgewater has had just this almost – honestly, if you're looking at the raw numbers, I was looking at him tonight. Teddy Bridgewater's is top five in every statistical category outside of interceptions, which is a good statistical category go, not to be. Um, I mean, he's just had an amazing season, and I get McCaffrey's gone, but again, they haven't had him all year. They've continued to make, you know, chicken salad a chicken, you know what. And I think that that will propel them in this game. They're a much more competitive team and in division games. Um, you know, to me, I I think that this is a good spot for Carolina. Um, to, to at least cover the number. If you look at the betting percentage on this, 53% of the bets are on Tampa Bay, 64% of the money on Carolina. People like this team. I, I can understand maybe the line moving, shifting a little bit more toward Tampa, but I'm going to get as high as I can get it. And and if six is the last number, I will take the six with Carolina. I will live and die by this team who I call the playoff team. and is now three and six. I will live and die. Yeah. No, okay. I hate I, I <laughs> that spot. <It's fun>. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's hates fun. Hey, Go dad. ahead. We'll get to that later. Go ahead. We'll get to it later. Um, number two. Let's start with
1: Matt. Uh. Oh yeah. So we won't get to it later. We'll get to it right now. I'm going to take Tampa Bay uh, <laughs> minus six. I think that this. I think that's just such a. Uh, again, Tampa Bay. You can't get worse than what happened at the Mountain Sunday night. With just uh, did anybody? Did anybody watch the full game? I turned it off a second. I the second I, week in a row I haven't watched second second half. The I watched
2: entire the entire game and it was ugly.
1: I watched oh, Dark boy. Knight Rises actually. Yeah, right after that. Yeah,
2: so. yeah. Second,
1: second week in a row I haven't caught the second half of Sunday Night Football and it might happen again this week um, with Baltimore New England. But um, I just think that Carolina is still at the bottom of the league um, as far as as um, their defense goes, and Tampa Bay still very much towards the top in, in defensive DVOA. Um, and Teddy Bridgewater, like you said, I mean, he's just out there. He's just, he's just rowing the boat. Teddy's just playing good football, just rowing the boat, ste- keeping everybody steady. But I, I think that Tom Brady, Tom Brady's has kind of been at the FU tour this year, you know, a little bit and him, him, well, more so Aaron Rodgers this year. But, um, I just think Tom Brady's going to come out pretty pissed off this game. The fact they're off so bad. And I think they're going to really be able to move the ball against this Carolina team. Like, like very easily, especially being able to get back to running the ball. They fell down so early; they didn't. They ran the ball, I think, like five times against New Orleans. so they got to get back to that and then you know set everything else up through there. So, I think Tampa Bay big spot for them to only even to only cover the uh, you know touchdown.
0: Okay, we have uh, we have a, a quake, a, a a disagreement, if you will. Yeah, I've I've done
1: great on these on the show this year, so
0: <laughs> I feel fantastic now that you reminded me of that,
2: Chris. Please tell me you have Carolina. <laughs> no, I, I did look at that game. Uh, if it was maybe another point, point and a half, yeah, I think about it. But you know how we took – we got the Seahawks and the over this week. So we're going back. We're taking the Bills, and we're taking the over again with them and the Cardinals. Basically the same exact reasons. Uh, give me the Bills, Cardinals over 56. I really like what Josh Allen has been able to do this year, and especially in a couple of those games. Um the additions of Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs have really opened things up, not only as, uh, you know, just their talent, but also just being decoys. Um, and Josh Allen, what he can do with his legs and his deep ball accuracy has really improved uh, this past year because that was the big knock on him. Uh, but I don't trust their defense all. No. The even has been horrendous this year. Uh, you know, and you've got Kyler Murray, who's who's kind of a, looking like a mini Russell Wilson out there, and he's faster than Russell Wilson. And we saw what Russell did last week, and he would have put up a lot more points if went for those four turnovers. It's going to be over 56 with the Bills and the Cardinals. I, just, I like a lot of points in this game, uh, and I don't like the Bills being able to contain uh, Kyler Murray.
0: I do like that pick, actually. It's a really high number, but deservedly so, because these offenses really slinging around the yard. And Murray, I mean, Murray, too, is have his rushing yards in general. I mean, he's he's, up, he's like tied for fifth in the league in rushing yards.
2: Now, watching him run is, uh, I mean, the, the speed that he has and just how he's able to move in the open field. Um, you know, I think we were all impressed, obviously, with Lamar Jackson last year. I, I might be almost more impressed with what Kyler Murray is, is doing and, and the, the creativity that Cliff Kingsbury has had and brought to that offense. Is really, I mean, it's, it's been impressive to watch. And it's just, you know, another, you know, you got, you know, what, four, I guess 49ers, maybe not so much, but, you know, three real teams vying for serious playoff contention at NFC, NFC West right now.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping for that uh, that futures plus 2100 MVP pick. Maybe still has a chance. Maybe. <laughs> um, for me, number three, we're talking about overs. I'm gonna go right here with one. I feel like every week the AFC West is just a is is like the old West. It's just a shootout every single week. Denver um what was it denver and the chargers a couple weeks ago the chargers mm-hmm. and the raiders a couple and last week i mean just absolute shootouts every single week with this so i'm going right to it i'm going to denver and vegas i'm taking the over 50 and a half i like this here i like uh Carr, obviously what he's been able to do this year uh, a real uptick for him in terms of you know establishing himself as a franchise quarterback the speed that they have at, at, with the raiders and and for some reason, Drew Locke just sleeps through the first three quarters, and the fourth quarter comes alive. I mean, he, I I feel terrible for you, Matt, because I don't know how you watch this team. It feels like they're down twenty nothing every single week, and then come back and lose by a touchdown or win at the last second. Like it's it's banana land. So to me, I feel like the Raiders are going to be up like twenty seven to ten, and in going into the fourth quarter, and then bam, it's this game's in overtime. It's like. 34 34. Like it'll I really be, I hope not. It'll be a wild wild game. Oh yeah, I didn't even
2: realize this this is a yeah. lot. Of problems I could see this as a Raiders 34 24 win.
1: That'll I be. don't know what's going to happen. that. In Broncos games now like they are like to I them. Mean, they're a the circus. This is like, they're, they're turning like the train like
0: <laughs> thousands. Hey, really it's like <laughs> the volatility index for the Denver Broncos. That's what we're watching every single week. It's a the roof. Mind. I'm going to take the over in this one. Okay. Number one pick of the week. I'm going to start this one because I feel like I I got off this team last week and came back to bite me, and I'm going to get right back on because they just had a team from the same exact city come down to their stadium and get killed by them magically. I don't know how they did it. Now they got a rookie quarterback coming against this coach. Oh, boy, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins again. I'm taking them in their own building at minus one and a half, And I think I've established a rule here. A, you've got Brian Flores coaching his defense against a rookie quarterback. Yes. And Herbert's good. Like, there's no question about that. But I think that he can scheme something up. I'm also just going to bet against the Chargers if they're within a three-point, like, margin. Like, they don't know how to win close games. And this is just going to be another example of the Chargers playing in a close game, probably at the end, and fumbling around at the end of the game against a smarter football coach than they are. So yes, last week they got that sucks. What happened to them last week and dropping the ball and running two fades in the end zone like back to back was
1: your third like, string tight end.
0: Yeah, like that's an interesting choice. Um, to me, I, I just think Miami's on a roll here right now. I, I they had a big win last week all the way across the country. They get to come home, LA again, playing in conditions favorable to anybody and temperature controlled. They're not very well-coached. They're not very well-conditioned, and I don't think they're going to hang on that Florida heat. Give me Miami minus one-and-a-half this week.
2: Chris. All right. We're going to the mistake on the lake. We're going to Cleveland. Oh, We're taking the under 49. I believe they are expecting 20-plus mile-an-hour wins, and we saw a couple of weeks ago in that Raiders-Browns game just what happened Uh when you had some crazy wins up there. I also like this. I like a lot of Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb should be back. I like a lot of him and Kareem Hunt rushing the ball and the Texans are going to struggle if they cannot pass the ball. And especially in 20 plus mile an hour wins, they might mess around with Deshaun Watson and his ability to get the ball to his guys like Will Fuller. So I'm going to take that Houston Cleveland under 49. I like Cleveland to be able to kind of win this game, you know, 20 to 10. Uh, which would get us right there. So uh, give me give me that under 49. As you can see, I did not like the board this week. I only took one side of things, and that was the obvious one in Baltimore. So, uh, yeah, I like that under in that game.
0: I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I kind of like Cleveland, too, in that game, by the way. Okay, Matty, for Birdie, what is your number one?
1: Well, so for Birdie, if we go now again to the second biggest line of the week, and we're sticking with the buy low, sell high, though, because now we have to sell high from the same game that we talked about before with the Saints, while also buying low on the 49ers, who got their tickets handed to them, um, by the Packers uh, on Thursday Night Football. Um, I think that the 49ers are finally going to be able to get healthy. Um, and just this, you know, the attack that they had against Green Bay is not going to be the same atta- attack that New Orleans did bring. I just just watching Drew Brees every week. I don't understand. Do you still like not understand how he's getting it done? Like this, I again, mean, he just looks he looks really bad. Like yeah, a lot of the time running the offense, um, and then it's just Camara, and then but obviously again last week the the Bucks offense couldn't move the ball at all, so they were just the the Saints had time possession um, dominated that game. So I'm going to take San Fran. I think their defense is getting healthier. Um, plus ten, I think just two smart head coaches going at each other here too. Um, and so I think they'll be able to stay within that big, big number of San Francisco, even with Nick and CJ Beathard, who, whoever the heck,
0: what is, uh, what is Fitzpatrick coming to the 49ers? To save yeah. like, like we need him. That would be a great move for the 49ers. Uh, I haven't seen, I, I would assume that a lot of guys are coming back this week, right? Cause I, I know yeah, that, yeah. uh, that, that, um, Coleman possibility that he does Debo, we're still not certain. Um, but I think a lot of their offensive line is supposed to be back this week, too, and some guys on the defense. So uh, yeah. I, I kind of agree with this pick. I, I was tempted, very tempted, to take San Francisco, especially at the fact that the line opened at, like, 7.5, and, and then it got steamed up.
1: All the way to 10. Yeah, I think you can get 10 at minus 120 now, which I would, do. I would buy that at the, the 120. Because, like I, said, I mean, they were decimated on offense last week. They had, absol- they had nobody. They had absolutely nobody.
2: You yeah, you but, guys did see what the Saints did to the Bucks on Sunday, right?
0: Well, that's the concern. That was last week. That was last week. <laughs> you I understand don't. how this? You understand how this thing works?
2: I know. I'm just <laughs> it's just the saying. roller coaster ride. <laughs> you I, know, I, I, I do Drew worry Brees about. Like a, yeah, I mean, Drew Brees had a great game. The defense played quite well against you know, stifling Tom Brady there, uh, and it's not like they're getting you know they're facing a much better offense in, the, in the, what the Forty ers have. And the four, the Buccaneers came in last week as one of the top what top three four defense in the league, and they put up thirty eight points on them.
1: I think Bruce Arians had a horrible game plan. I'm sure you guys also saw uh, Dan Orlovsky's uh, rant about it. Yeah. But I, I think that they were just. I think Kyle Shanahan's going to be much more prepared for this game. At He's pretty familiar far.
0: from you know back in his ATL days. Yeah, we, we say that every single week, and it rings true every single week, is that Kyle Shanahan, no matter what, he has a game. plan. like, Arians like, is mm-hmm. Aaron's not running, like, things on the offense. Like, that <laughs> is Tom Brady. Like, we know what's going on down there. Like, Shanahan has the whole organization, puppet strings, master of puppets, whatever you want to say. Like, mm-hmm. they will be prepared, and they don't even have to win. They just got to stay within 10. That's all they got. Do, just playing right? just exactly.
2: devil's advocate. Exactly.
0: No, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, does anybody else like anything else on the board that they want to make an argument for? Because, again, like we said, this is a stinky, stinky board for me. I don't know if anybody else has anything.
1: I think we were all pulling teeth to get
0: to the, the five that we liked. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I would propose one here, and this is me. Does anybody have a feel, a feeler for this Eagles-Giants game? Because to me, like – I feel like there's an opportunity there. And that number is like right on it right there. And I feel like I kind of want to take the Eagles this week, especially. No. I, just, just, I know that the giants have been playing really, really, really well, but I feel like the Eagles getting miles Sanders back, getting Alshon Jeffrey back is really, really big for them. Something that they didn't have in the previous matchup, like two weeks ago when they won by one point came back on them. Um, I, I kind of like the Eagles. Well, the lineup is what? Yeah. The, the,
2: the line's what three right now? three and a half that's i would love if it was at two and a half would be perfect get them by a fuel goal but that three three and a half is such a tough spot you know one it's obviously just you know it's just a divisional matchup and you got two really rough teams and if anything you know the giants defense is really what has been playing well but it's just so tough with with daniel jones just he just turns the ball offense offense impossible they can't do anything, you know, they have absolutely no running game, uh, you know, outside of what Sterling Shepard, you know, who are they throwing to the freaking uh, Evan Ingram is in the perfect opportunity to become a really legitimate top tight end, but he, he just can't seem to do it. The Giants would have beaten the Eagles a couple of weeks ago if he was able to hold on to that freaking ball. And I know he had a touchdown last week, but Evan Ingram, I think, is one of the biggest problems on this offense is that they, if he was any, if he could be anywhere close to where he should be, they would be so much better. But the fact that Daniel Jones can't doesn't really have that safety net in a tight end. They have no running game, and, and their offensive line still isn't great. It, it's such a tough situation for the Giants. Um, so again, if that Eagles number drops at all, I don't know if it'll drop a full point in the next few days. But if it, if if it's Sunday morning and the Eagles are at two and a half, I would take them. But other than that, I might I might stay away from this game. But I would you know take a peek at the under, whatever that is. That could be something interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first instinct, you know, I, I was kind of shocked when you said Eagles, but. You know, because I see, you know, oh, divisional. These two teams are kind of bad. Like three and a half for the Giants, but it, I mean, the Giants have only beaten the Uh, the. I almost. This year. That's what I'm saying. And and Daniel Jones, I mean. They really they can't move the ball. They can't move the ball at all.
0: Eventually, it's eventually those turnovers, eventually those turnovers have to catch up with you at some point. They can't cover every week. Like, you know, like they covered against the Bucks because they were huge favorites. I think that this line is because and especially off of a bye, like dominated the Giants, especially in their building. The Giants have been terrible at home. Like they're the, one of the worst teams. At home over the last decade, they're terrible, and especially against Philadelphia. So I don't know. That might be one that I might take a look at. Might take a look at. Um, why don't we go to the specials? We'll go to the specials. We'll see what's going on. And and Chris, I I wonder, I wonder what this week's super. By the way, we need to clean it up on the supers here this week. We, we have had not just we got to get things in order. Not just back to back losses. We started out six and zero on supers. We have lost three of the last four Supers. Last I, am, I, am, I am disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah. We're going to have to yeah, it you're go. disappointed.
2: How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Give me a winner. Give me a winner. All right. All right. So we're we're, we're, we're going to stick with our old friend in Russell Wilson. We're going to take the Seahawks, getting 11.5 points in this Super. Just because I love that game to stay close, and I like to stay competitive. And I do like a lot of points, and I thought about taking the over. Um But it's such a high number, I was like, let me hedge that a bit and just take the Seahawks at 11.5. And And then, you know, you were talking about the Dolphins and the Chargers game earlier. I like that game to stay close. I love the Chargers to blow it at the end again. Give me a nice little Tua comeback drive. It would be beautiful. He looked fantastic last week. But I like the Chargers plus 8.5 to keep within that full touchdown and two-point. And then we're going to go to the well with the Bills Cardinals over 46 hopefully this week is a winner i i feel confident because i love you know me i love russell wilson justin herbert has been a saving grace for me when it comes to fantasy football and uh i just love the bills and the Cardinals just to run all over the place and score a lot of freaking points in that game so that's that's the super for this week hopefully it's a winner get back on the winning track freaking philip rivers and the freaking god that week was i was not happy on sunday i was just not happy (laughs)
0: Phil Rivers doing people dirty every single week. Basically, is what is what's going on right now. I, mean, I don't know. I I haven't even looked at the score update yet. Torn, oh wow, the Colts pulled ahead. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's
1: the uh, it's the Titans special teams letting them down again. They so they had the shanked punt uh, by the punter on the first one where they there was pressure, but he kind of just shanked off the side of his foot, and then they just had a block in a scoop and score for a touchdown. Good. As well.
0: Good. So uh,
1: you know, Titans special teams
0: always uh, very top of the league. Come on, Titans That's that. That's another <laughs> game. I, if, you, if there wasn't a stay-away game ever assembled, that was it right there, the Colts and the Titans. Um, for me in the Survivor Pool Pick of the Week, Survivor Danny, Danny Red Hots going with, I kind of like this game this week, uh, and I might even take it as a line. Uh, we've used most of the good teams, but I know we haven't used this team. I love the Cleveland Browns this week at home. I think the Cleveland amb- – I'm against. Uh, take so the strategy is take the team that you took last week in Houston, which we won, and now go against them because they're way overvalued and take the Browns coming off of a bye, getting set, get right game. I like Cleveland here a little bit, and I kind of like a minus three and a half too, to be honest with you. At, at, in the dog pound, I just don't think the Texans are very good. I, they just don't – they can't defend the run. They don't tackle. And this is the best, quote-unquote, the best rushing team in the league. And, and with Chubb coming back possibly here, like, I think this smells pretty the, bad for Houston, way, especially coming off a of win.
1: The way you said, quote-unquote, is exactly why I'm questioning why. you. Because, like, I, I when are we just – we're just believing in the Cleveland Browns. We are just oh, – okay. Kevin Stefanski fixed the
0: Cleveland Browns. I think it's a, – a, you know how Survivor works. Survivor is an indictment you, on. Did you on already the, use Green Bay? Yes, unfortunately. Okay, all right. So, so obviously, right. Green Bay is the play. If you haven't used them, by the way, I should. We should have a caveat on that. If you don't take Green Bay, you have something. You should be in a psych ward. That is what you should do. But since we already took them, I can't take them on the show. We're giving out Cleveland because we've again we've used Buffalo. We've used the Steelers. You use uh, we used Baltimore. We used Baltimore. Like mm-hmm. we've used like. Every single team, it's it's, it's been rough. So uh, I, I'm going to ride – and this is the point of the year where you're going to – I'm not going to take Seattle. I'm not going to do that. Like, I, I can't no, I can't do God. that this week, especially because, to be honest with you, I don't think they win this week. I think this is the biggest trap game in the world for public betters. Be. <sighs> yeah. The, yeah thinking, t-
1: the Rams are it. Well, we might as well get
0: to it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Moneyline parlay. Give me some magic. I just ruined it.
1: Well, why wouldn't you take the Seattle Seahawks as a Moneyline dog? Uh, I agree that I don't love this matchup for them, which is why I love the matchup for them, because of the Seattle Seahawks and <laughs> Russell Wilson. And that's, you know, I mean, they, he had, what, four picks last week?
2: Uh, two interceptions um, and he lost two fumbles.
1: Okay, so four turnovers last week. Yeah. Um that's not going to happen every week. It's really not. Um, and I know that McVay uh, and, and should be familiar with his team and, and their passing offense and yada, yada, yada. But uh, Seattle, as an underdog, we're going to take them. So they're plus 110. And I, I just don't like any other dogs this week. I thought about doing the Bears, but I, I don't trust them. And just for, you know, they weren't valuable enough. So we're going to throw in the pick that we have, and that's the Niners. And I, he said, oh, yeah, you're only betting them to cover. Well, I'm betting them to win now because – the Saints are just always I, – again, I just – I'm not a believer in the Saints, I guess. Uh, I think Drew Brees – I know Sean Payton gets it done with Taysom Hill and everything else that he's got going on, but um, we're going to take the Niners. as a live dog here at plus 350, Oof. giving us a plus 800 on the part of life. So we're going for, you know, a little spicy here. This
0: week. No, that, that's, that's not spicy. That's like, that's like Skullville levels, like reaching maximum <laughs> capacity. Nine, Nine and, and two, a half two, points. Put me on actual hot like ones. I, I kind of like 49ers on the. I, you might just lay some, sprinkle some money line 49ers this week. I feel like that's where you're going to be. Something a little crazy. I might just go straight up with it. Uh, look out! Look out! Um, I kind of like that one. So Seattle and San Francisco is the pick this week for Maddie Ice. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure that's all we got for this rest of the week. Actually. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I have a question for you guys that I would yeah. love to pose to you.
0: All right. Last audible. Go ahead, Chris.
2: Miami Dolphins. They're 5-3, yeah. and, yes. and they currently hold the 7th wildcard spot in the NFL and the, in the AFC. Are the Miami Dolphins a serious playoff contender this year, or is this all a fluke? I, you know, and I can tell you their remaining schedule if you want to know.
0: Well, actually, I, I'm looking at it right now, and, and I can tell you, that I see one two three four five I see five winnable games the rest of the way.
2: Their toughest games they have a huge uh, game against at Las Vegas week sixteen, and then another potentially huge matchup depending on how the year unfolds at Buffalo to finish the year. What? Yeah. The other I yeah. see other than that they have kind of four games that they could win, and they also have to play Kansas City at home now. If they could. God forbid, beat my Raiders in that Week 16 matchup, uh, and win those other four games against, what, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Jets, and there's one other team in there, I think the Bengals. Buffalo. Um, Buffalo too. No, I'm saying of, of, of winnable games. I think it's, it's Cincinnati, okay, Cincinnati, New England, Cincinnati. Jets, and the Chargers this week. Yeah, They could be 10-6, and six, I believe. You know, If they win, get one of those games against the Raiders or the Bills, and they win those four games, they'd be 10 and six. And one day they'd have a tiebreaker over the, the Raiders if they beat them. Uh, and who knows how things are going to pan out with Buffalo and the rest, how, the, how this year is going to go. So uh, if you ask me, I think the Dolphins might be a playoff team this year with, with, with Mr. Tua.
0: Yeah, I think the Dolphins should be 8 and three heading into that Chiefs game. Because if you look at the schedule, they got Chargers, Jets, and Bengals.
2: And, and who that's, knows that's, any given Sunday.
0: Uh, if if there, I'll be. You, you know, it's funny, Chris. I think you're just bringing this up because I know you have a divisional futures on the Miami Dolphins. Well, but, you know, um, there
2: might have been something, some 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 choices made earlier in the year that came to the Miami Dolphins. Now, I will admit, the division's going to be tough just because um, I believe they they really lost their first game to the Bills. Um, and, you know, they're – so they're telling me what, like three games back? But, you know, if the Bills lose a couple of games, they win a couple of games. I mean, Bills it could are, be interesting. But, again, that, that game against the Raiders on that, that, uh, that second to last week of the season is going to be, I think, absolutely huge because I wouldn't be surprised if these, these two teams are in very similar spots going into that game.
1: Yeah, that's, those are the teams fighting for that seventh spot, I
0: feel like. Yeah. Listen, the Bills are only one, actually just one game up in the loss column on on Miami. So, you know, if you think about it in that, logically, there could be, if you think about it, they play Kansas City at home, never know, but they always beat the Patriots at home. And Vegas, you never know in that game. So that Week 17 game, maybe Al and Chris were flexing into that one, Al, and going into going – Going to Buffalo in in January, which I'm sure they'll love to do that. And see the <laughs> Buffalo.
2: Well, yeah. as of right now, also the Vegas game uh, doesn't have a, The time is TBD, so that could also be a flex, um, depending on what's going on there. So again, I, you know, I I was like when I when I was thinking about this question, I was I was kind of curious. But Then I looked at that schedule because all right, there's four very easily winnable games, and if they could steal one against Kansas City, Vegas, or uh, or Buffalo at the end of the year, they they'll, they'll be right in the thick of it because there's not I don't, you know too much. Uh, competition near the bottom of that. The Raiders currently have the tiebreaker because of conference play um, over the Dolphins, uh, but obviously that'll all be moot after that week 16 matchup. So I just thought a little something, you know, this, this is a team we really didn't expect to be, even be in this conversation. I would say maybe after those first few games, now all of a sudden they've won four in a row mm-hmm. and then Tua looked, I mean Tua looked really good on Sunday against, against Arizona. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens this week against the Chargers, but who knows? The Dolphins could be back in the playoffs for the first time since what? Uh, what's his name? 2008, in the Wildcat. Two
0: thousand eight. Chad oh Pennington. Yep. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good time. I remember. In case that. you
2: wanted to, just, in case you want to age yourself, that was twelve years ago. Oh yeah.
0: Williams Wildcat. Uh. <laughs> uh, by <laughs> the way, I did pick the Dolphins to make the playoffs before the season, just so everybody knows. Oh, on the record. On the record. All right, that's going to do it for this week of the Sunday Card. You can listen to us every Saturday, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., here on sportscountry.net. And of course, if you miss all three of those shows, don't worry, you can listen to us on Sunday at 11 a.m., same place at sportscountryir. I think it is on Twitter and sportscountry.net. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, speaking of Twitter, we are at the Sunday Card. Always follow us for updates because we will post our picks right around noonish time on sunday as well and you can follow along because we got to do better than last week a bar only goes up Um, exactly i don't know how we're gonna uh, this is gonna be a very difficult thing how just before we go how are you planning on watching the masters and football at the same time do you have multiple tvs going on matt oh it's gonna be
1: multiple tvs going on but they did they did do us a favor with the scheduling putting more of the games to the four o'clock so we're gonna have a little bit of you know, bleed into those games. I didn't really uh, kind of key in on what games are the ones that won that we're probably going to be missing out on for the most part. Um, uh, but I think they probably did a pretty good job scheduling uh, the less favorable games for 1 o'clock and the more favorable games for 4.
0: Yeah, I, I believe it's the smallest 1 o'clock slate we're going to have this year because I think there's only four or five 1 o'clock games. So
2: yeah.
0: get prepared for a long 4 o'clock. You might be sweating some stuff out at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Don't
2: you, you just have to get your eyes—have your left eye on the masters and right eye on the, uh, the red right zone. That's the way it
0: is. That's the way. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week, and thank you for listening to the Sunday. Show.